0: Welcome to the WTJX Newsfeed. In today's top stories, upon his declaration for a state of emergency, Governor Albert Bryan Jr. issued the Department of Licensing and Consumer Affairs to implement a price freeze on water for the island of St. Croix. The Virgin Islands Water and Power Authority Governing Board of Directors voted to increase CEO Andrew Smith's financial delegation of authority. Members of the 35th legislature voted on bill number 35-0099 that aims to establish a time limit after which certain mortgages and other security interests would expire. These stories and more on today's WTJX Newsfeed.
1: From the
2: Virgin Islands Public Broadcasting System studios on St. Thomas, this is the WTJX Newsfeed with Marcelina Ventura-Douglas.
0: Welcome to the WTJX Newsfeed, bringing you the latest news and updates throughout our community.
3: Under this state of emergency that I'm declaring today, though, the Commissioner of Department of Licensing and Consumer Affairs is hereby granted and authorized and directed to issue a price freeze and restricted sale order to protect the consumers, including drinking water, water truck haulers, and water filtration products on the island of St. Croix.
0: At yesterday's press briefing, Governor Albert Bryan Jr. declared a state of emergency and issued the Department of Licensing and Consumer Affairs to implement a price freeze on water on the island of St. Croix. Merchants are mandated to maintain their standard delivery methods, terms, discounts, concessions, and payment methods. During this emergency period, merchants are strictly prohibited from declining VI government vouchers, Governor Bryant stated that his administration is working to provide filters for residents affected.
3: WAPA and DPNR will also expand the testing of our entire water distribution system to now include testing for lead and copper, not just on the 66 sites that were sampled, but everywhere. We will also be launching a public education campaign to ensure that the community is aware of what actions it can also take to protect their families' drinking water supply. We are also identifying vendors to provide lead filter and filtration options to homeowners. So people keep calling us about providing water to the homes. We wanna do something that's coordinated and that makes sense. Uh, We've been blessed with a lot of rain, so those people who have the ability to switch over to their cistern water can do so now, which will guarantee that they're not drinking any contaminated water from the, WAPA, from the WAPA line that's coming into their house, or uh, they can continue to make other operations to make water available, such as installing uh, filters, or by buying pitcher filters that filter for copper and lead. We are going to be looking into buying some of this material and distributing them to those households so we can make sure that these people have options in terms of how they need to uh, service their family with clean and fresh drinking water. I have also ordered the Department of Health to expand the health survey of all children zero to six years of age by performing blood tests for lead and copper.
0: Following the governor's comments, the Department of Health announced their initiative for pediatric lead testing on St. Croix. The new project titled Safe Haven, a Lead-Free Family Initiative, is aimed at increasing awareness about lead exposure and conducting pediatric blood testing for lead levels. The department set a goal to test 1,000 children. Starting this week, the Virgin Islands Department of Health's Epidemiology Division is collaborating with the Virgin Islands Department of Education with a pilot program at the Alfredo Andrews Elementary School for students in pre-K to first grade. The epidemiology team will also conduct tests from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday, at the community health van located adjacent to the department's modulars in Estate Richmond. In related news, the Virgin Islands Water and Power Authority's Governing Board of Directors met yesterday in an emergency board meeting and voted to increase CEO Andrew Smith's financial delegation of authority to address the ongoing water quality emergency on St. Croix. We spoke with Kyle Fleming, Governing board chairman on the decision for the increase.
2: But from the from the board standpoint, um, we, we understand that there's uh, there's typically a lot of logistics involved in uh, moving approvals through um, through our system for for procurement and strategic engagements, um, and and that those logistics are often tied to you know the cost of any engagement that the authority has to um, uh, proceed with. That it's that that is over $750,000. As we've quickly understood the scope of the the issue that we're trying to address, um, the emergency that we're addressing in St. Croix, relative to the water uh, to the WAPA water system, uh, we did not want to create any additional hindrances to um, rapid action that needs to be taken, especially given uh, the context of a public uh, safety uh, concern. And so as we're going through that problem-solving process, we understand that there may be, a, you know, a lot of evolutions in terms of the scope of needs. Uh, so we we looked at a, a five million dollar delegation of authority, uh, at least at this stage, to cover the early portion of the old early phases of uh, the immediate response activities that the, that the authority may have to engage in, and again, making sure that the board, the, the administrative. Uh, the role of the board in terms of supporting engagements doesn't, doesn't hinder any of that uh, immediate progress.
0: Mr. Fleming continued.
2: So the delegation of authority essentially, it's, it's not necessarily creating uh, new funding or, or reallocating of funding. Uh, it's it's just allowing for, if there are the strategic inva- engagement that is identified, like I said, like if we're looking at a massive or an, an expanded testing, uh, water testing regime, that the CEO the authority would have up to five... Million dollars uh, that he would be able to execute an engagement with without having to come to the board for approvals.
0: The increase from seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to five million will automatically expire on March thirty first, twenty twenty four. A weekly expenditure report from Mr. Smith to the board is a requirement in the change. Representatives from the VI Water and Power Authority, the Department of Health, Department of Planning and Natural Resources. Vitima the EPA, the Virgin Islands Housing Authority, and various neighborhood and community organizations have been invited to give testimony at a Committee of the Whole scheduled for Friday, November 3rd. Providing remarks on the upcoming hearing, we spoke with Senate President Novo Francis.
4: On Friday, we'll be having a Committee of the Whole hearing in regards to the um, water situation on the District of St. Croix, where we intend to um, hear from um, all of the stakeholders, as well as the communities which was most impacted uh, by our current uh, crisis with our water situation. At that meeting, we are hoping to hear you know, some of the steps forward. Uh, we know that there have been a number of measures taken by uh, the administration in respect to our current water crisis. And we're hoping for the community to be able to get a full briefing and a a pass forward in respect to how the administration intend to address this and how the legislature as well could certainly uh, contribute to improving the water conditions under the District of St. Croix.
0: Senator Francis further spoke on what senators hope to gather from the hearing outside of the information that has already been shared.
4: What I'm hoping to hear is that the community could be reassured you know not just from what was put in the press release but that there's probative questions that'll be asked by my colleagues and I in respect to addressing some of the concerns while there have been press releases sent out you know we've received a number of calls uh, from our community and our constituency in respect to what's happening with the situation um you know I believe that the crisis has far reaching rep- um implications and we are we're hoping that we could be able to all and collectively be able to address the steps that we'll need to take moving forward. We know that the Department of Health is now conducting a lead and copper uh, testing in in, um, young children and we also want to know exactly the process by which uh, these tests will be analyzed and what will be the step forward in addressing uh, the widespread uh, situation impacting us um, with the water situation. While there have been just um, four or five areas have been designated as hot spot at this time that has tested positive we know that this water system goes all the way through um, the entire island and we want to really determine you know what's what's happening in those other areas as well
0: members of the Senate Committee on Budget Appropriations and Finance met yesterday and approved bill number 35-0099 that aims to establish a time limit of five years after which certain mortgages and other security interests would expire. We spoke with bill sponsor, Senator Maurice James, on the key takeaways of the bill. I
5: sponsored this legislation because as a real estate attorney, there are so many times that Homeowners don't realize that they didn't get a release of mortgage and when they're ready to sell their property or refinance their property, they suddenly discover there is a mortgage there that they paid off or that the previous owner paid off. And it's difficult to find the private lenders or banks that have gone out of business. So I sponsor that to enable transactions to proceed smoothly and quickly and you know, in terms of ownership, for people not to have to spend money and time trying to get releases done.
0: Walt Frazier of the Virgin Islands Territorial Association of Realtors testified in support of the measure, saying that he believes the legislation could create more inventory for potential buyers, particularly first-time home buyers.
3: Home Homeownership is key to a thriving community. Economic stability, safer neighborhoods, and better health outcomes can all be traced to increased rates of home ownership. We believe this legislation will create more inventory for potential buyers, especially first-time home buyers, and our workforce who deserve more pathways to home ownership.
0: Recorder of Deeds for St. Croix, C. Portia Pierre, requested that clarifying language be added to the draft legislation. Accordingly,
3: we propose that another section, 531, capital A, small a, 4, be added to state that the lien holder or owner of the security interest shall be required to file written notice in the recorder of deeds office where the instrument is recorded that a lien, mortgage, deed of trust, or any other instrument that creates a security interest has expired. Failing which the property owner may provide notice.
0: Committee Chair Senator Donna Fred Gregory posed to testifiers whether the time frame for the expiration should be adjusted to align with the National Fair Credit Reporting Act from five years to seven years.
5: Mr. Fraser, as well as the Lieutenant Governor's Office, and it's tied to the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Uh, this bill says five years and of course the Fair Credit Reporting Act um, gives seven years. So what are your thoughts about aligning um, this measure with the Fair Credit Reporting Act? And we could start with Mr. Fraser.
3: Actually, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, I think that would make it a smooth Mm -hmm. continuity. Uh, no discrepancy, it it aligns with that, so, um, I'm in support of that, yes, I would agree.
5: Uh, Lieutenant Governor's Office?
3: Nadia Harrigan, Office of the Lieutenant Governor, Legal Counsel. Um, we would not oppose a change in the timeline. Our critical concern is just that the Office of the Recorder of Deeds is notified when the lien
0: expires. While Senator James recognized the request from the Recorder of Deeds, she disagreed with the verbiage proposed.
5: The language that they propose really goes against the intent of the legislation, but I know that wasn't their intent. They didn't, you know. So sometimes when we draft language, you know, we, we have a particular intent in mind, but the language doesn't reflect that. So I'm going to work with the recorder deeds to get the language that they want to satisfy their concern.
0: And in celebration of National Book Month, Senator Maurice James closed out the month by donating books to schools across the island of St. Croix. Senator James, who serves as the chairperson for the Committee on Education and Workforce Development, said it was her office's effort to promote a love of learning, enhance reading scores for Virgin Island students, and foster literacy among the youngest members of the community.
5: I am a bookworm, and um, I buy books all the time. And when I came into this position and i visited a number of the public schools a few other teachers said wow you know we could use books for our classrooms and one teacher in particular one is said she would like a bookshelf and um chapter books um which prior to that i had given out um books that were more geared towards um kindergarten, first grade. Uh, and but she this was a this is a second grade teacher. And so she said she was interested in chapter books. And then my chief of staff, Glory V, Christian Kriger, said, Well, where are we gonna put the books? And she said, Oh, I can use a bookshelf. And so that came about that we would start an initiative where we would bring books and we started also saying, Well, if we can get bookshelves we will put up bookshelves in a corner and call it the Classroom Corner Library. <clears throat> and Miss um, Christian Krieger's husband, he actually made the bookshelves, so I have to give him credit for that. And um, so over the last 10 months, I've been buying books personally, and I collected enough books over the last 10 months to be able to give the public schools and St. Croix 10 to 15 books each, and um, I came across books in particular that um, Bob Marley's daughter published or got illustrated and published using his lyrics, and the books are One Love, um, Everything's Going to Be All Right, and Get Up, Stand Up. And I felt that they resonated with me because I feel strongly about being positive positive you know, the one with one love. I also believe that we should be optimistic, especially with children and have hope for the future. So I love the one that was everything's going to be all right. And then I also believe that children should learn that they should speak up and stand up for their rights. So I got all three of those were part of every donation.
0: The Office of Management and Budget, in collaboration with the National Telecommunications and Information Administration, is inviting the public to participate in their Internet for All U.S. Virgin Islands Local Coordination Workshop, being held November 9th. The session will be held in person at the University of the Virgin Islands St. Thomas Campus Research and Strategy Innovation Center, the old West Bay supermarket. It will be live streamed from the Great Hall on the St. Croix campus. The workshop starts at 8.30 a.m., and will have territorial, federal, and industry stakeholders discussing the impact broadband can have on residents and vital programs to promote digital equity within the community. Space is limited. To participate, register by visiting omb.vi.gov for the link. Tomorrow, the Territory will celebrate Liberty Day, honoring the legacy of St. Croix native David Hamilton Jackson, the father of the free press in the territory and labor leader. In keeping with years-long tradition, a ceremony will be held in Estate Grove. Raymond Williams, coordinator of the Grove Place event, has the details.
6: We'll be celebrating Liberty Day, also known as the Albert Jackson Day, in Estate Grove Place where we have hosted this event for a long, 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 long time. Um, Tomorrow, our... The Lieutenant Governor, Troy Roach, is going to be our keynote speaker. Um, he's uh, asked him to, you know, from a different perspective, since he, his background is history and and uh, self education and stuff like that. And um, the delegate to Congress will definitely be here, and she's going to speak as well. We'll also be having, the, I think, the Carnival uh, contestants, are going to be present and be presented as part of our platform as they do every year so the events are somewhat tuned down this year as a non-election year um but we have no fear we will be there after the platform presentations um we'll be serving the bull and bread and the taddy so i'm inviting people to come out and participate just come out and listen be a part of enjoying the festivities tomorrow in Goal Prison will start at uh,
0: 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Bytrans fixed route services will be suspended territory-wide on Wednesday, November 1st, in observation of David Hamilton Jackson Day. ADA paratransit services will be available during the following hours on St. Croix from 5 a.m. to 4 p.m., on St. John from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., and on St. Thomas from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. The Department of Licensing and Consumer Affairs Office of Boards and Commissions is notifying the public of the upcoming November 2nd board meeting open to the public for the Board of Social Workers. The meetings will be conducted virtually on Zoom. Registration is required in advance. Visit dlca.vi.gov to register. For more information, contact the departments at 340-713-3522 on Syncroy or 340-714-3522 on St. Thomas. The Distance Learning Center's STEM Prep Project is seeking high-achieving junior high underrepresented minority students for their five to six-week summer science internships. Students will live and take classes at the University of Washington, Seattle, or at the University of Pennsylvania. The deadline is January 30th, 2024. For more information, go to thedistancelearningcenter.org or contact Charlene Joseph at 340-513-4883. As we move through the news feed, we turn now to our regional report. The 8th Caribbean Sustainable Energy Forum will be held in Jamaica next month and will focus on sustainable energy's pivotal role in powering transportation in the Caribbean region. Powering transport, the theme of the forum, is hosted by CARICOM Secretariat and the Caribbean Center for Renewable Energy and Energy Efficiency. Several energy ministries from across the Caribbean region are expected to convene in Jamaica for the discussions. Other high-level speakers at the forum will include Professor Arthuros Zervas, President of the Renewable Energy Policy Network for the 21st Century. Forum attendees will also have the opportunity to see the renewable energy systems at work in Jamaica, with site visits planned for the Wington Wind Farm and the JPS Operations Center on the final day of the forum. The upcoming Energy Forum is the first to be held in five years and is set to come at a crucial time for the Caribbean region as islands push for energy independence, clean and resilient power grids, and sustainable energy use in the transport sector. In our final update on the news feed, we turn now to the territory's weather forecast.
1: Here's the latest look at your short-term forecast for the Virgin Islands. I'm meteorologist Eric Queglars. At St. Croix, mostly sunny skies will continue this afternoon. There's the chance for a few scattered showers, mainly at sunset. Temperatures will hold in the upper 80s to near 90 winds in the southeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Heat index values into the upper 90s as we go towards sunset. At St. Thomas and St. John, we'll also find a lot of sunshine, a few scattered showers as well in the afternoon towards sunset. Temperatures will reach the upper 80s to near 90. Winds are a bit stronger from the southeast at 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts as high as 20 to 25. Scattered showers become more numerous overnight into Wednesday across St. Croix. Temperatures will fall back into the upper 70s. At St thomas and st john the plans also for a few scattered showers under mostly cloudy skies lows also in the upper 70s to near 80 on wednesday we'll find sunshine giving way to increasing clouds at st croix scattered showers are expected in the afternoon temperatures are a few degrees cooler in the middle to upper 80s Winds from the east at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And at St. Thomas and St. John, sunshine will also give way to clouds building in the afternoon with a few scattered showers towards sunset. Temperatures are fairly steady in the upper 80s to near 90, with a stronger southeast wind at 10 to 15 miles per hour. That's your latest look at the forecast. I'm meteorologist Eric Weglars.
0: We are at the end of today's WTJX newsfeed. I'm Marcelina Ventura-Douglas. Join me every weekday at 5 p.m., Be sure to download the WTJX app, and if you missed a part of our news, listen to it on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We now return to All Things Considered.